family life can be both rewarding and frustrating. That is why we are here to strengthen families with quality information and support to meet the many challenges they face. Welcome to In Support of Families. Parents all over the world have been through the same trials that you are facing. Your host, Emma Lou Penrod, is here to help with valuable parenting tips for a happy, orderly home. Well, welcome back, Pascal. Delightful to talk to you. Yes, really happy to see you today. And I'm looking forward to hearing, I think this is going to be an important topic, how to empower your teens. Yes, how to be a a leader as a parent. It's really, really important to lead the way. You have more experience than your teenager does, and therefore you are well-placed in their lives to serve as a leader for them. I think that is critical. You know, sometimes we want to be liked, but we're not here to be our teenager's best friend or hangout buddy. No. As you said, we're here to lead the way. Yes, exactly. Well, we mentioned earlier in another podcast prior to this one that um, the key is uh, first lead by example. So yes. as a parent, uh, coherence and consistency will really be um, a very good tool for you. Uh, what you do and what you say must send the same message to your teenager um, because trust comes from consistency and coherence. If what you do and what you say, there's a disconnect between the two, then your teenager will start to mistrust what you say and what you do. And uh, you might have confrontation coming your way. Yes. So you don't tell your teenage, you don't talk about the dangers of tobacco while you're smoking. Exactly. <laughs> or uh, you don't ask your teenager to leave the phone uh, unattended if you are always glued to it. So you have to lead by example. It's super important. Yeah. And you have to recognize that when your teenager behaves a way that you know annoys you, Perhaps there's a behavior there that you are actually manifesting to your teenager. So try to be mindful of how you're acting and see if your teenager replicates what you're doing. And if so, you know, reassess your own behavior and change if you can. You know, I like that. I've heard that quite often the child you have the most difficulty with is the child who is most like you. That is so true. Teenagers are a mirror of who we are. And sometimes we don't like what we're seeing. And uh, if we don't like what we're seeing, perhaps it just, it just reminds us of something either we used to behave like, you know, we, we challenged our own parents before our teenager challenges us. And sometimes um, we have kept those same behaviors in, in our adult years. And maybe it's time for us to reassess those, those behaviors Um, because what your teenager tells you, we also mentioned that in a prior um, podcast, what they, whatever they communicate to you, whether it's verbally or uh, in their behaviors is information for you. So if you feel uneasy about something that's going on with your teenager, ask yourself, why am I uncomfortable? Be mindful. You know, it sounds like it goes far beyond just what you would expect, just courtesy and respect. Of course, we're going to treat them with courtesy and respect so we can expect it in return. But beyond that, we're open and ready to admit, you know, we may be wrong. We may need 
need to be the one to change and being prepared to do that. What an example for your team when they see you, you recognize you need to change and you make the change. Absolutely. And, you know, we mentioned earlier, I, I come from a business background. And being a leader with your teenager or being a leader uh, in a business setting is, is quite the same. Um, if you want to have unmotivated employees, make sure that you are incoherent or, or inconsistent. Make sure that you, you as a boss never recognize your mistakes and don't own your mistakes. So if you do that as a parent, of course, your teenager will not respect you, will not uh, trust you. Um, so the same the same theory applies when you're a parent and when you're a manager but of course the emotions run higher when it's your when it's your teenager you're more invested in your relationship with your kid than you are with an employee for instance yes an employee that's just for a number of years teenager this is a lifetime that relationship yeah and you may divorce your spouse, you can't divorce your child. Exactly. And you, you better foster it and try to change the more you can change, the more it will teach your teenager that change is possible too, you know, as I said, lead by example. And that also, um, in the teenage years, there are a lot of tough conversations that you, you have to have with your teenager. Don't avoid the tough conversations because the, the more courage you show, when uh, tough conversations arise, um, the more you will teach your teenager that tough conversations are, are, are a good way to actually clear the air. Um, you have to learn to become comfortable in an uncomfortable situation or discussions, and your teenager will respect you more for that, I believe. Have an open door policy, you know, going back to my business background, the open door policy that we have in companies Is there a neutral and safe place to discuss private matters with your teenager? Because they're at an age that they don't want to share with their siblings. They don't necessarily want to share with the whole family. So is there a time and a place reserved to share their experiences with them? Do you have one-on-one time with them? And listening is key. We said it, communication starts by listening to the verbal and nonverbal cues very, very important. And if they stumble, you know, a good boss will allow uh, their employee to make mistake and uh, they will make them own their own mistakes. And if they stumble or go through hard times, your teenagers, debrief with them, share the experience with them, make them benefit from your experience if they are open to it. And uh, time is of the essence. The more you spend time fostering the relationship with your teenager, the more that they will grow to be uh, independent in the future. I believe that. And it seems to me that by being willing to spend time with them and have those tough conversations, you're sending the message that you care about them. You are sufficiently invested in their well-being and their, and your relationship with them that you're willing to have those tough conversations and give them your most precious gift, your time. Absolutely. And, and make sure that when you go into a tough conversation, that you, you stay open, that the energy you bring to the conversation is one of acceptance um, so that they, they don't feel threatened. They feel safe to share with you. 
and that they will not be judged. Judgment is the killer of any relationship, whether it's for it's with a spouse or uh, a friend. Uh, it's the same thing with your children. They are growing. They are becoming who they are, and they have to have space to become who they are. Yes, that is I will true. come back to the business analogy, because as they grow older, the expectations that you will have towards them uh, will also evolve. Um, their role in the household will, will change. If they want to become better and if you want to empower them, of course, you will tend to give them more responsibilities, trust them with more responsibilities, but learn to communicate your expectations towards them very clearly. Let them know that as they grow, uh, your expectations and your trust will grow as well, but it will depend on how responsibly that they behave. So there must be consequences, positive or negative, depending on, on, on what they're doing. And it's no longer time to tell them what to do. You know, when they grow older, they are no longer receptive to be told what to do. Uh, it's the difference between micromanaging and just sharing a common vision of what your relationship with your teenager can be. And clarity is very important in their expectations of you and your expectations of them. Yes. And I think it's tempting sometimes to assume that they have the same standards you do. Like when you direct a student, when you direct your child to clean the living room, maybe his definition of clean the living room isn't the same as yours. So you, that's what you meant by the expectations. You're making those clear. Yeah, absolutely. The clearer you get, the less tensions there will be. And I guess as a good boss will inspire their employees, it's also a good thing to learn how to inspire your teenager. You know, make them envision a future in which, you know, they are uh, successful, paint them a picture of their future and ask them about their dreams and what they are expecting of you in order to realize their dreams. It's a more positive conversation to have with them than just, you know, clean your room. Just dream together and let them know you're there to support, but you have this belief in them that they can be anything they want to be. You're there to support them, but they are making that decision they're the ones that are planning their future absolutely and the difference between you and your children is that they might have huge dreams but they have no clue as to how to get there but you've got experience you've got life experience so maybe you can help them plan out what their future will look like what they will require along the way in order for them to realize their dreams. Maybe they have no, no idea what, what's possible if you don't talk with them about, about that. Planning for the future is a very powerful way to empower your, your child because it's directly impacting them. And it's a big picture discussion. You know, it's so much more interesting for a teenager to hear about what their future might look like mm -hmm. Uh, what their dreams might become than just being told, you know, clean your room. Where does cleaning your room actually impacts their dreams, you know? And they're at, they're at the time where they're experimenting all sorts of things. 
and their mental space is limited. So maybe cleaning the room is not a priority for them, you know, so you have. And, and while an adult may see, oh, learning to be organized will help you be more successful, but they're not going to make that connection. And far better to hold out the let's talk about your dreams for your future and then bring in, well, it will help them to learn some more organizational skills. Absolutely. And, and notice what their strengths are and, and, and try to, you know, push them in their strengths uh, and in their interests, because there might be places where their strengths and, and uh, interests actually intersect with the family life. For instance, I'm going to give some examples. Uh, if you are trying to decide where you will go on vacations, Maybe the vacation destination could be chosen, you know, you can, you can actually ask your teenagers what they would like to do in the, in, the, in the vacations or is there a place that they want to visit and just engage them like that to and, and involve them in the, um, the process making of the household and see where it intersects, where their interests and the family life can intersect. And if you empower them in that by giving them more responsibility, involving them, and even start their financial education. Oh, definitely. By involving them in the decision-making process and being transparent about, you know, what the budget for the vacations are, you know, how can they, you know, fit in some activities that they would like into the budget and try to have their education started like that and make them aware that, you know, money doesn't grow on tree. So starting their financial education by involving them in the family objective can be super empowering for them too, because they feel like they're another adult, you know, they feel like they're at the same level as you are. Oh yeah. Yeah. You're you're bringing them into the family council and maybe even doing a comparison. So what's the total cost if we save up money to buy a car as opposed to taking out a loan and then paying interest. You know, there are a lot of lessons there. Yeah. And if, if they are super knowledgeable in, in the, in the IT department, you know, if you need to buy another computer or another telephone, why not make them your consultant? Oh yeah. There, there are creative ways that you can actually leverage your teenager's interests uh, in order for you to develop, you know, the, the trust and um, and to build the, the relationship moving forward, creative ways that you can just give your teenager um, actually underline the value that they bring as a person, as a whole person. Yeah. If you have a child who's interested in interior design, why not let them be involved in the Excellent, excellent example. I, I, I did not think about that, but that's absolutely true. And it's a time, teenage years are, are the years where you, you experiment, you learn to be out of your comfort zone, as I, as I mentioned, and you can basically guide them through that. And you can actually rediscover your own youth, if you will, by sharing common experience sharing common um, common activities with them that will put you outside of your comfort zone and that will at the same time uh, be a valuable experience for your teenager. Yes. Try to do something that you don't do usually. And if you can do it one-on-one with your teenager, 
even better have quality time with your teenager. It's, it doesn't have to always be confrontation and mistrust and the screaming match, you know, there will be times for the screaming yes. match, but it, it, if it can have uh, another uh, place and time for enjoying each other's company and for you to get to know who, who they are, because sometimes you don't even have the information, you know, you, you don't know where they are. And if you share a positive experience, there's a better chance for them to actually want to open up to you and share things that are dear to their heart that you have no idea what's going on in their life. They might share it with you when you have that one-on-one -on -one positive experience with them. And we mentioned time is a valuable gift to give your teens. What about happy memories? What about memories of times when you were bonding, you were enjoying each other's company? That's huge. That's huge. And it can be small things and it can be bigger things. I remember when I was younger, um, my mother used to um, my mother used to allow me to skip one afternoon of school. You know, she wasn't working at that time, and we would go out and just shop together for an afternoon. I felt oh, like fun. a million dollars. Yeah, she allowed me because I I, I was having um, a very good school year. My grades were were high. I was a responsible teenager and, you know, and she didn't have really that much time to allow me outside of, um, you know, after school and everything because uh -huh. she had others. I had other siblings and she had other things to do, yeah. but sometimes she would just, okay, this afternoon I will pick you up and we're going to do something together. It's very fun. It sounds like she was also wise enough to realize that you, there weren't going to be very many years when you were living at home, that that time is short. It's so precious. It's precious. And those are the, those are the most important years. Those are, those are formative years. Your teenager will change and it, they will change very, very quickly. They will grow up and they will be out of your home so fast. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hang on to every single bit of, of good times you can have. And those are, those are priceless memories for you, but also for your teenager. They will remember that. Yes, yes. I know they will. Yeah. And finally, I will just come back to another subject that we uh, mentioned earlier a little uh, in, in another podcast is the fact that you are not cool. And it's okay <laughs> that you're not cool. And you know, your non-coolness can actually make you cooler. If you are okay being not cool, maybe you can even make your teenager your image consultant. Okay, I'm not cool. That's great. I'm not cool. What can I do to improve my image? You know, it can even be funny. Make me over. I think it's a valuable lesson to, you know, teach them to accept themselves by demonstrating it, just accepting you're, and then, and combined with that willingness to improve. Absolutely. Okay. So you don't feel like I, I'm fashion, I dress fashionably. What are some suggestions? What do you recommend? Exactly. Yeah. What a fun mother daughter activity. Let's go through the wardrobes and let's see what, what items go well together. What could we add? What do we need to get rid of? And I love that. I the, like fact that. Is, the fact is that 
most times when we are actually uh, having a, uh, an argument with our teenager is because we are we feel insecure. Yeah, um, we're feeling when you, we're trying to maintain that image of being infallible, perfect. And of course, we can't. And of course, that's going to be frustrating. And yet you will draw you will strengthen that bond if you can be vulnerable. I, I loved what you were saying about admit when you're wrong, admit you don't know everything, but you are always willing to move forward and improve. That is I, a brilliant there gift. There is, there is something very important to, um, and that's something I've learned quite recently is to watch your language um, as I said, it's the time for experimenting and um, the words you use will also send messages to your teenager. Um, since it's the time for them to experiment and to learn and to get out of their comfort zone, perhaps you should change the way you approach making mistakes. Maybe mistakes are learning opportunities. Try to reframe experience to a broader sense um, for your teenagers because they will, of course, fall down, stumble, make mistakes. But if they are afraid, if they become afraid or reluctant to make mistakes or to look foolish, for instance, they will never learn and they will never grow because they will be fearful of experiencing and uh, it's your role, I think, as a parent to guide them through this and show them that, you know, Im improvement is always a possibility, even when you're a parent. And if you make mistakes and you admit your mistakes and you say that you don't know everything, but you're willing to learn, that will empower them to make their own mistakes to come to you with their mistakes and say, I don't know what happened. I, I don't understand what happened. Here's what I did. Here's the result. What do you think? They will consult with you. Yeah. Yeah. I love these. I love these ideas on how to empower your teen and what parent wouldn't. I mean, don't we have that dream for our children that they grow up to be successful happy, contributing, and independent adults. Absolutely. I think the goal is the goal of every parent to see their child succeed. And there is no success without failure. You just have to keep trying. It's the same as a parent. Keep trying. You know, you're not perfect. Yep. You do the best you can. And if something doesn't work, well, change your approach. You have to always adapt and the more adaptation skills you show your child the more they will learn that they can to adapt to situations and things that make them uncomfortable they'll become more resilient they'll know you can always just move forward just keep moving forward it may be slowly but keep moving forward so next time we're talking about guilt and fear, and you call that an explosive combination. So that'll be interesting to talk more about that next time. Fantastic. If anyone wants to have a, a more uh, zoned in discussion with me about uh, empowering your teenager, 
You can always find me on my Facebook page. It's Parent Lead Coaching on Facebook. And my website should be ready by mid-July, parentleadcoaching.com. So looking forward to talk to your audience. Thank you, Pascal. You're gonna, you are a valuable resource for parents. Thank you very much. And uh, I'll talk to you next time. All right. You have a great day. Talk to you next time. We have just concluded another episode of In Support of Families. If you enjoyed the show and found it valuable, we appreciate you leaving us a review or recommending us to your friends. For more helpful resources, visit our website at insupportoffamilies.com. Join us again next week. And thanks for listening.